Why is it way over there? Because that's where the cursor was. God damn it. <laughs> well, we're way over here now. <laughs> this is our second attempt at recording this episode, but we are here. We are back. <laughs> Jackson and Colton and All Junk Podcast. You know who we are. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. <laughs> if you don't know who we are, go back and watch the other. Watch all episodes. the other episodes, then come here. Yeah. No, th- you don't have to do that. You have to have all that background information to understand <laughs> yeah. this episode. And if you're new, we welcome you. But we just <laughs> want to say this is going to be a drunker episode in a while. We did a lot of pre-gaming. <laughs> yeah, we went, we went to the bar. Went, went to the bar. and we're <laughs> But we're here and we're ready to record. We're ready to talk about this stuff. We're really excited. Um, go ahead, do that intro. Do that, it. That intro thing. What, which one are you talking about? Which, uh, which the one that's like ding, ding, the I, jazzy. All right, we'll play that. I think I got it. Ready? It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poured. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything, anything. We don't care as long as we have And if you let that whiskey ring, the Odd Drunk Podcast. Wow. And <laughs> there it was. Yeah, that was a cool intro. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Never get tired of that. Oh, God. <laughs> We just need the soundboard. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before we get into this episode, I want you to put in some spooky background Ooh. ambient music. Ooh. Ooh, spooky stuff. And you put it in. Uh, I'm sure I can I'm sure I can manage that. I think it's there already. It's there already. It's yeah. I'm so creeped out already. <laughs> Let us know if you're creeped out. DM us. <laughs> DM us. Or join or join our Facebook group and our Instagram. And follow our Instagram, <laughs> Odd Drunk Podcast. We're doing that right now, yeah, because that's yeah. what we do. Because we do it at the beginning, and I knocked your phone off, and it was there. It was actually your phone. That you it was my off. phone. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked my phone off the table. But, yeah, we are here. We are talking about SCP. We talked about it a little bit in Straight to VHS. That's kind of what I based my campaign around. Yeah, but we've not done a proper episode on it yet, though. So we is, haven't. This is going to be fun. So for those who don't know, SCP means Secure, Contain, and Protect. And we're, we're going to be looking at the SCP Foundation wiki. Yeah, SCP is um, it's a kind of internet community created. It kind of started from um, the creepypasta era yeah, of the internet. A spooky uh, universe. Okay. Yeah, it's a spooky universe. It's very spooky. Um, it's very Lovecraftian, actually, a lot of the stuff. Um, but what's really cool about it, it's basically a creative writing space for people all over the world to submit their entries. And if it's good enough, it'll be on there. Yeah, and people submit entries about uh, different uh, SCPs, different anomalies. Yeah, that the SCP Foundation. Some of them are creatures to contain. Some of them are creatures. Some of them are like a cake. Some of them are world-ending entities. Some of them are just abstract anomalies that you can't even and really. Some grasp. of them are just like a microwave that doesn't work properly. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the SCP, we're definitely expect more episodes on this because there's so many. They just had the competition for the six thousand SCP. 
Yeah, it's over in a couple days here. And it just keeps well, going. By the time this episode will have aired, it will have been over. Oh, really? About. I think so. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, it just keeps going. And once we get into it, you'll kind of get the feel, the vibe for what it is. Um, yeah, different different sort of uh, anomalies, things that the so what the website the SCP Foundation the website poses as uh, poses as like a government agency. Yeah, and where it has all these scientific um, containment procedures and like descriptions, it's it's pretty cool stuff. And what we're gonna do, we're gonna read the containment procedures first. And we're going to try to guess what it is. And you can play along with us. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's just that, from the containment procedures. And that, that is how often these, uh, these, these, um, articles are written is the containment procedures, the object class, and then they describe the object. And they all have item numbers. Yeah. And, um, there is one that I thought about covering SCP 1000. Ooh. It's basically Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot. Oh, nice. It's like we've already covered that. Maybe later I'll do the SCP version, but right now, yeah, SCP-1000 And there's, Bigfoot. there's other cool stuff on the SCP uh, website as well, the stories. That there's the stories. Them. There's the canons. There's the different essays and lores. There's, yeah, there's all kinds of cool stuff. There's different canons, you know. Yeah. Um. So what we've done, we've, each of us have picked five SCPs to talk about for today's for this week's episode. Yeah. And we're going to go through those. <laughs> so I say I do one, then you do one, then we just keep going. Just that sounds good. Yeah, back and forth, back and forth. Let's do that. So, so oh, before oh, hold, we get into that. Hold the yes, fuck up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm holding up. I am holding up, actually. <laughs> what the fuck are you drinking, Jackson? Yeah, I forgot we mentioned this in the previous take where we failed and I had to use restroom. But, you know. <laughs> So I'm drinking some just, you know, your standard Corona, you know, Corona extra good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Good Corona. Classic. Corona, uh, you know, hold the virus. Just the Corona. Just the Corona. I just want the Corona. Uh, bad joke. Poor, poor taste. I'm poor sorry. taste. But it, <laughs> <laughs> and I will say we've both been vaccinated now yeah. fully. We've yeah. got both doses. Go get your vaccines. CDC, They're out there. CDC says it's safe for us to record a podcast now. Yeah. Well, actually, we've been actually doing what it. they said is it's safe to, to, for vaccinated people to be in the same room together without masks. Without masks. And we've been doing that the whole time. For, the, but, for, for <laughs> us, that means record a podcast. <laughs> but now it's, yeah, it's safe to do it. But nothing. Well, actually, some of these are safe. These SCPs. Yeah. But what are you drinking again? I'm drinking of the... Medium sweet honey wine from Meadery of the Rockies. I'm not drinking some beer today. I'm drinking mead. mead. Not beer like one of you commoners. I'm drinking <laughs> mead like a no, Viking Jarl. <laughs> and yeah, you'll get a Vikings episode later. Don't worry about it. But yeah, that mead is good. I love mead. It's a pretty good, pretty good mead. Great yeah. stuff. I like yeah. the raspberry honey one the most. That's a very good one, yeah. That's my favorite. I did try a chocolate raspberry one from them. Oh, pretty really? damn good but nice. i want to get it all the time it's a colder it's for colder yeah. times this is just the classic uh straight honey you know, made medium. medium sweet <laughs> nothing nothing it's not too sweet not too you don't want it to be dry. too sweet it's just it's pretty good but yeah is that creepy music going oh yeah it it's, is it's going okay let's, we got it let's all talk right. in our creepy voices <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah. <laughs> this is going well. This, this is <laughs> this is amazing. Um, oh yeah. Um, so, so so w- w- let's let's get right into it. Who then. wants to go first? I, I think you should go first. All right, I got a good one. It's very fitting for the odd drunk podcast. We love drinking. Ooh. We love breweries. We love beer. So this one. Okay. <laughs> Item number SCP twenty two fifty three. Ooh, you got a good voice going there. Special containment <laughs> procedures. The building exhibiting SCP-2253 phenomenon has been converted to a foundation research site. SCP-2253 is illegally is legally a brewery, which is also a foundation <laughs> front organization, with the brewers being given level 2 or security clearance. An underground research laboratory has been constructed under SCP-2253 studying samples of of alcoholic beverages previously created within SCP-2253. Any anomalous beverages produced by SCP-2253 are to be stored within Site-77. So what do you think it is? It's a brewery that makes supernatural brews. Yeah, this one's pretty straightforward. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds pretty awesome. So, description, SCP-2253 is an anomalous brewery located in Springfield, New Jersey, USA. Whenever alcoholic beverages are brewed on the premises, they have a 5% chance of being mixed with protoplasmic substance. In addition, a spectral human... Is that like ghost shit? It's ghost, like... Discretion... What, uh... Ghost materials. Ghost materials. Ghost excrement. Excrement. <laughs> it makes it sound gross. Uh, it is gross. Uh, it's, it's ghost stuff. Ghost it's stuff. like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Just think of Ghostbusters. Protoplasm. Yeah, protoplasm. The ecto one and all that. So, in addition, a spectral <laughs> humanoid entity resides within SCP-2253 with limited ability to manipulate its surroundings. So, Ooh. a ghost. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This free-floating incorporeal entity, SCP-2253-1, identifies itself as Stephen Crane, an American politician, of course, who served as a delegate to the Continental Congress from 1774 to 1776. Liar. It is apparently in perpetual state of intoxication. (laughs) SCP-2253-1 is capable of exerting up to 20 newtons of force and... excreting various protoplasmic fluids these excretions usually manifest as scp-2253-1 simulating bodily functions (laughs) so like when he goes to piss in the corner he's pissing ectoplasm nice (laughs) is does he does he take the form of like a human or does he take the form of like he's a human from ghostbusters he's an, an incorporeal human entity okay so yeah he's like a ghost guy Ghost guy. That gets drunk all the time at this brewery. Okay, I think I, I can hang out with this ghost. Yeah. <laughs> the alcoholic... Okay, the alcoholic beverage, beverages <laughs> containing SCP-2253 protoplasmic fluids are non-anomalous with chemical analysis revealing that it's identical... Identical... Yeah. <laughs> wow, identical. I'm, I'm a little too buzzed for this to read all this stuff. It's identical. The ethanol... Hyzoxinate. C- 
consumption of beverages have shown enhanced taste and flavor, although testing has shown mild to severe abdominal discomfort when consumed after consuming foodstuffs such as tea, fish, and chips, and other British cuisine. So if you consume British cuisine because he's a patriot, it will give you stomach aches. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> stomach so if you have tea, fish and chips, and just any other British thing with his with that beer, it's gonna give you bad. So I feel like aches. I feel like these uh you know American patriots during the Revolutionary War liked British food. No, but the fact that it was British, <laughs> but but they they just they just were anti-British. Yeah. Okay. History. I bet they still drank tea. So history. Oh yeah. All, also, object class safe. It's safe. It's just a kind of haunted brewery, but you get good beer, but just don't eat British food with it. Okay. Yeah. You're good. What, 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 so what? In fact, the it, anomalous ones with ectoplasmum are better. Really? So the, the beers with ghost shit in them. <laughs> yeah. Are like tastier beers. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> so what do they do? Like, it was the SCP. Like they, like what, what does the foundation do here? They like, wait around and test beers if they have the they have ecto shit in them well it's just and, it's and basically then, and then like sell like really expensive six packs of ecto beer oh the foundation yeah you think they sell this yeah they, they do <laughs> that's why that's why they monitor it so they can get the you know that five percent so every beer that comes out with the ecto stuff in it they just like pull that beer aside and put it into a six pack well the scp foundation doesn't do that but marshall carter and dark oh which basically to give you the quick run through (laughs) they purchase and deal anomalous objects for Ah. monetary value Hmm. they're a business that yeah works with the scps so due to the name of the brewery agents of marshall carter and dark ltd began investigating shortly after the initial opening believing it to be a foundation front Marshall Carter and Dark Agents made several offers to purchase SCP-2253, all of which were refused by the owners. The refusal was partially motivated by SCP-2253-1's, the ghost, distastes towards a British corporation, (laughs) Marshall Carter and Dark, (laughs) in turn believed their business to be a front for the SCP Foundation to monitor their New England activities. (laughs) So the ghost is like giving them a hard time because he thinks they're British. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> okay. So here, uh, so yeah, it's safe. So addendum: investigation SCP twenty two fifty three dash one's relationship with Stephen Crane has been ongoing due to the entity making frequent incorrect or impossible statements about Mister Crane's life. SCP twenty two fifty three dash one has attributed. This to intoxication and age, creating a propensity for exaggeration. But other theories about persons who have died on the property or could be considered candidates for other reasons. Mm. Samson Crane, resident of Springfield from 1765 to 1781, when his head was stomped on by a mule outside the tavern. Notably, several primary historical sources from the time indicate that he had at least a partial resemblance to Stephen Crane was possibly a cousin. Hmm. Samuel Chase, signer of the Declaration of Independence. SCP-2253-1 has claimed to be a judge in the past. Frequently, when owners of SCP-2253 were discussing legal procedures and taxes. SCP-2253-1 has identified itself as Sam and Sammy on multiple occasions. Third, unknown you. 
Arbitraries from 1915 indicate that a youth attending college in the area struck his hand on concrete. I mean, struck his head on concrete and was killed at a costume party taking place in the same area. Notably, the party was apparently put on by a local historical society. Footnotes. <laughs> Crane died in 1780 after being bayoneted by a British soldier. Two. Which produces an app weight. <laughs> These are footnotes. I forget how footnote notes work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he died from a British soldier. Stephen Crane's Pub and Brewery. And yeah, he haunts it, but they don't know if it's exactly him. It could be someone else that's haunting it. Stephen Crane? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I imagine he would be upset because when you Google Stephen Crane, a different guy comes up that was not related at all to the American Revolution. He was a poet from like the late 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he is so pissed. I, I bet this guy would be pretty annoyed that like he's so ignored by everyone. <laughs> so basically, that's a haunted brewery. It's a newer one. Okay. It's got uh, 52 ratings, so it's not a super popular one, but I thought it was cool for us to mention. Nice. And um, I bet your next one's going to be so different from this that everyone's going to be like, whoa. Yeah, it's pretty so, different. <laughs> but I would go to that brewery. I would drink there. I would absolutely go to the brewery. I would go to the brewery because it's haunted. To drink I, ghost beer? Yeah, I would totally go there. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got I got a cool a pretty right, yeah what you a, got going on a pretty neat uh, SCP here it's SCP number one seven six two. Mm, I uh, think hmm. this is uh, classified as safe but now neutralized. Hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, containment procedures. There's not too many neutralized ones, so that's no. gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh, SCP one seven six two dash one is held in a standard containment unit. At site redacted. Of course. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> These articles. Well, remember when I when, when we were playing uh, straight to VHS, I gave you all that redacted stuff. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Why is it all redacted?" And I was like, "This is SCP. It's SCP. Everything's redacted." Everything is. <laughs> During the periods when SCP one seven six two one releases SCP one seven six two two. Video logs are to be recorded for future research, although instances of SCP-1762-2 have been deemed harmless. They should not be allowed to exit their containment unit. Okay. Is that the procedures? Those are the procedures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's an SCP that releases another one. Yeah. That does not bad things. Not bad things. But the first one does bad things. No, neither one has been. Another one does harmless. bad things. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a harmless, or this is a harmless SCP. All right. Description. I have no idea. <laughs> SCP 1762 1 is a plain cardboard box that is 32 centimeters by 20 centimeters by 26 centimeters. It is spray painted silver on the interior and exterior and the words here be dragons are handwritten in black permanent marker on the lid of the container oh i think i've heard of this one actually opening the lid of scp-1762-1 when it is not in the process of a release reveals to it to be empty scp-1762-1 will infrequently open and initiate a release of scp-1762-2 during this time the box will briefly emit a large amount of black smoke smoke that quickly dissipates 
it takes an average of 20 seconds for SCP-1762-2 to emerge after the smoke clears. SCP-1762-2 is the collective term applied to the beings that emerge from SCP-1762-1. All instances of SCP-1762. Say these numbers all over and over again. So, okay, this is a box that releases smoke or something? Well, it releases smoke and then releases something that comes from the smoke. Okay. Uh, uh, all instances of SCP-1762-2 bear resemblance to various types of dragons, both Eastern and Western depictions, albeit in form similar to that of origami models. Oh, so this it, one has a really good story to it. It releases origami, little origami dragons. Oh, that's cool. Analysis of SCP-1762-2 reveals that they are composed of kami paper. After exiting SCP-1762-1, instances of SCP-1762-2, again, saying these numbers over and over again, it's, it's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of <laughs> Um will fly together in large groups and interact playfully with any nearby personnel and each other. SCP-1762-2. So it's little origami dragon friends. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, little origami dragon friends. I, I like this one. And some of them are eastern dragons. Some of them are western. Yeah, just dragons in general. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I love dragons in general. I thought this one was kind of cute. Uh, SCP-1762-2. I love the cute ones. <laughs> SCP-1762-2 vary in length from 9 to 30 centimeters. All are capable of a sustained flight once they exit, exit SCP-1762-1 and have been recorded to attain speeds of 15 kilometers an hour. Oh, that's actually pretty fast. That's, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. The number of SCP-1762-2 varies with each opening of SCP-1762-1, with numbers ranging from 50 to over 400. Damn. <laughs> Wait, 50 to 400 can come out at once? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four hundred little paper dragons. I would only I would only be worried about the paper cuts. Yeah, that would just I would be worried just out of the, the pure number of uh, of those little paper dragons flying around. <laughs> <laughs> like something's gonna get knocked over and broken. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> after po- approximately two to three hours of time spent outside of SCP one seven six two one, all instances of SCP one seven six two two. Return and fly back to into SCP-1762-1. During this time, SCP-1762-1 will once again begin emitting smoke, and instances of SCP-1762-2 will vanish after passing uh, the rim. Clo- um, SCP-1762-1 closes once all have returned to it. The next date of release is inconsistent. Okay. So it's a box. It's a, it's a box. A silver painted box. <laughs> silver painted box. Interior. That every once in a while, at an inconsistent rate, it will release origami dragons. Yeah, it starts smoking and releases from numbers of fifty to three hundred, four hundred, four hundred. Yeah, and they'll 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 stay around for a couple hours, and then they go back. And that's it. And that is it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so far we haven't gotten to any creepy ones or really scary ones yet <laughs> but i promise we'll get there i hope we'll get there i like this one though <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to take a quick break okay so just edit that i'll edit that hey we're back we are back i'm doing better now <laughs> <laughs> um 
So it's my turn to get to my SCP, my next SCP. Yay. What, so, what have you got for us? All right. The next one I have for you guys, for you, is item number SCP-1048. Object class, safe. Okay. Nice. Special containment procedures. SCP-1048 is currently free to roam Site-24, as it poses no threat and has been observed to be greatly improve the morale of personnel that interact with it. False. <laughs> Object class, Keter. What does that mean? That's like one of the worst ones. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's like, th- this is one of the worst things we've ever had. <laughs> So it turns out that it's not safe. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you why. The whereabouts of SCP-1048 are currently unknown, though it is still believed to be somewhere in Site-24. Subject is to be secured for containment, but any creation of SCP-1048 should be destroyed on site unless further evidence warrants less extreme actions. What do you think it is so far? I have no idea. (laughs) I mean... No teddy bears are to be allowed in Site-24 <laughs> to prevent any confusion or mistaken identity. Oh, Jesus. Any <laughs> object that resembles a teddy bear is to be reported to the security team immediately. It's a teddy bear. It's a teddy bear thing. Or it's something that looks like a teddy bear. And it's a Keter class. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke. We have no idea what SCP-1048's full capabilities are. Who knows how many of the damn things are out there by now. Dr. Carver. <laughs> Description. SCP-1048 is a small teddy bear, approximately 33 centimeters in height. Through testing, composition of the subject revealed no unusual qualities that make it discernible from a non-sapient teddy bear. Subject is capable of moving on its own accord and can communicate through a small range of gestures. The subject regularly shows affection to individuals in a way is found endearing by most people. Affection is usually given in the form of a hug to the lower leg, but the subject has also been observed dancing, jumping in place, and in two separate events, it has been drawn child-like pictures for janitorial staff. All Foundation personnel that have interacted with the subject have responded positively to its affection, even D-class normally sociopathic tendencies. D-class with normally sociopathic tendencies. And D-class are like prisoners or just like whatever they use to like sacrifice for tests. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Attempts at direct communication with SCP-1048 have not been considered successful. Though it is capable of simple gestures to indicate a yes or no answer, it will often not react to lines of questioning concerning its nature or where it originated from. It is not known of this because SCP-1048 simply does not know the answers or because it does not want to answer. Though capable of drawing pictures, it has not used its art as a form of communication beyond showing affection, even when encouraged to do so. The more anomalous behavior, SCP-1048, was not observed until approximately seven months after it was originally secured. It is hypothesized that the subject is able to construct crude replicas of itself using suggested that... um, Wait, wait, wait. Crude replicas of itself using various materials by a process that has yet to be observed directly by the Foundation staff. Dr. Carver has suggested that SCP-1048 uses its endearing qualities to lull those around it to a false sense of security, allowing it to collect materials to produce these creations. (laughs) 
Currently, there are three known creations of SCP-1048, designated to SCP-1048-A, B, and C. The nature of these creations has been in stark contrast to SCP-1048's general behavior, as all have exhibited extreme violence towards humans. <laughs> so the first, the original one is just a cute teddy bear that's like walks around, like hugs you, yeah, draws pictures. The other ones are not that. <laughs> so, on redacted. <laughs> SCP-1048-A was discovered wandering Site-24, accompanied by SCP-1048, the original. Subject resembles a teddy bear, similar in size and shape to SCP-1048, but is made entirely of human ears. What the fuck? It's made of ears. That's insane. It's a teddy bear made of ears. (laughs) Witnesses interviewed reported that it appeared SCP-1048 was giving a tour of Site-24, the SCP-20, the ear one. Um, Dr. Carver was called to the scene along with the security team. The security team arrived first and attempted to contain SCP-1048-A. Subject emitted a high-pitched shriek that inflicted intense pain in the eyes of ears of everyone in a 10-meter radius. Ear-like growths immediately began growing on those within five meters of the subject, covering their bodies in less than 20 seconds. What the hell? Every person afflicted with the symptom died within three minutes, resulting in the death of redacted personnel, including the entire, entire ear-like growths manifesting in the mouths and tracheae of victims. SCP-1048 and 1048-A fled the scene before Dr. Carver arrived and have not can be contained since the incident. <laughs> Those sightings of both have been reported on multiple occasions. Shortly after this incident occurred, a researcher was discuff- discovered with a missing ear. Oh, According to him, it was removed through unknown means while you sleeping. No other victims of ear remote m- removal were found, so it is unclear whether SCP-1048 obtained more ears from another so- source, or it is capable of duplicating objects or materials. <laughs> so the first one, so it's a regular teddy bear that comes around and hugs you, and it it's cool. But then it creates an ear teddy bear that kills people and makes them have ear-like growths grow on them. So you have a bunch of ears growing you until you die from suffocation from ears. So it's an SCP that is uh, itself relatively friendly, but can create more SCPs that are extremely violent. Yeah, very violent. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but the next one's fun, too. <laughs> SCP-1048-B. Subject was discovered by several Foundation staff members in the cafeteria Site-24 of on redacted (laughs) subjects appearance was nearly identical to scp-1048 but it moved in an irregular jerky manner witnesses reported that it appeared as something was moving inside of scp-1048b subject made no attempt to interact initially initially until a burst in its seams revealed what appeared to be the hand and arm of a human infant poking out and gasping for air Jesus. At the side of this, a female re- researcher named Redacted screamed, and SCP-1048-B reacted by emitting a high-pitched scream similar to that of the uh, of a human infant. The subject then attempted to data expunge the screaming pre- researcher, 
causing masses, massive internal damage. So attempted to do something that they removed from this. Yeah. That caused massive internal damage. So I have no idea what that could be. <laughs> and then suing chaos, a security team was forced to redacted both the researcher and SCP 1048 B approximately three hours after this incident, Dr. Redacted was found unconscious and bleeding in her office. An abortion had been performed on her while she was sleeping, and an eight-month-old fetus was never found. It is hypothesized that SCP-1048 used Dr. Redacted's unborn child to create SCP-1048-B. Information regarding the possible origin of SCP-1048-B is not to be leaked to the survivors of currently undergoing therapy for the incident within SCP-1048-B as Dr. Carver believes it would be extremely detrimental to their recovery. Next, SCP-1048-C. Subject resembles a teddy bear similar to SCP-1048, but is composed entirely of rusty metal scraps. Subject was first cited on Redacted by Dr. Carver in his office while writing up a report on the SCP-1048-B incident. Subject fled the room when it noticed Dr. Carver observing it. In an attempted pursuit SCP-1048-C, Dr. Carver witnessed the death and maiming of blank Foundation personnel as the subject exhibited extreme violence during its escape. SCP-1048-C has not been encountered since this initial sighting and is unknown whether it still resides somewhere within Site-24. <laughs> the origins of any materials possibly used to construct SCP-1048-C by 1048 are unknown at this time. Extreme caution is to be taken if SCP-1048-A-R-C are encountered again. I cannot stress this enough. This damn thing jumped through those poor people. <laughs> Dr. Carver. Damn. So it's a it's a malicious teddy bear that creates other teddy bears that do worse things out of weird things. Yeah, it takes it, <laughs> human ears and a fetus and <laughs> rusty scraps. Yeah. I'd rather encounter the regular teddy bear, but if I had to encounter one of the violent ones, it'd be the rusty scrap one. Because at least it kills you normally. Yeah, like Slits your throat. Yeah, whatever. Shit like that. <laughs> but I don't want a bunch of ears growing on me. That would that would <laughs> when be, I die. That would be. But yeah, it's a terrible. weird evil teddy bear that's a Kenner class, and they still haven't recontained. <laughs> so there you go. And yeah, its its nickname is Builder Bear. Because <laughs> build bears. Fuckers, nicknaming shit like that. Well, I've got a cool one here. Fun. I've, I've, I've got one. It'll lighten the mood a little bit. Like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is SCP number uh, 3636. All right. It's a Euclid class. Okay, Euclid's like bad, but like they have it contained pretty yeah. much. So SCP 3636 is to, kept in, to be kept in a standard secure cell at site 17. Access to the room requires level two or higher clearance. All staff members involved in testing the te- in the testing of SCP-3636 must be provided with an up-to-date song blacklist document. No circ- under no circumstances are songs from the blacklist to be selected. 
Oh, I think we talked about this one. Yeah. <laughs> SCP thirty description SCP thirty six thirty six is a f- hundred fifty five centimeter by eighty five centimeter jukebox, similar to the de- similar in design to the Wolitzer uh, ten fifteen, with a decorative rainbow colored light across the top and a golden plate bearing the inscription "World's Greatest Jukebox." The glass selection screen. Where only one, where one would typically find booklets detailing the songs available, is instead replaced with a blue touchscreen, displaying a search bar and the text "Search for song title, artist, or album." SCP-3636 has no slot to insert coins and has no apparent power source. Selecting a song through the search function will cause a list to appear, consisting of every version of the song known to exist, including unreleased early versions of the song as well as live performances by the original artist. That's really cool. That would be pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look up any version of a song. So far, it sounds pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Analysis of the live events after the Foundation's acquisition of SCP-3636 SCP confirms that the live versions are accurate to the perform- performance listed. SCP-3636 seems to have a wide temporal range as original performances of operas debuted in the Baroque period have been selected. I mean, that would, how cool would that be? That would to get any performance from like anything from yeah. like anything any time. Selecting a song through. Uh, sorry, I've well, imagine if you had a favorite band and you can hear the performance they did when they were practicing in their basement. That would be super cool. <laughs> like, Selecting a song through the search function will cause a list to appear. Wait, I got that. Where was I? Ah. You got that one. When a song is selected, SCP-3636 is screen changes to display a video with the text live music video above it the video is based on the lyrical content of the song often directly depicting the events mentioned in the song other times the events seen in the video are a result of a play on words the events in scp 3636 actually occur at a real road location visible in scp 3636's video the phenomenon referred to as uh, SCP-3636-1 lasts for the length of the song. Effects of SCP-3636-1 may continue after the fact depending on the conditions of the video. As an, inst- an instance of SCP-3636-1 is created regardless of whether the song is selected has an official music video. All tests of instrumental songs so far have produced music videos without any perceived anomalous effects. For example... YYZ by Rush shows live footage of the Toronto Pearson International Airport. Yeah, because that's the Morse code for that airport. Yeah. Cool stuff. <laughs> SCP-3636 was discovered. Great song. It is, yeah. Uh, was discovered by local firefighters during a fire at a bar in Redacton, New York, that killed 21 individuals. The jukebox was found undamaged with the screen showing a video of the fire from the bar's exterior while playing the song We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Class B. <laughs> so it 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 makes the lyrics happen in real life. It makes the ha- lyrics happen in real life, yeah. Uh, Class B uh, amnestetics were 
uh, administered to all survivors and first responders. For sure, because you don't want them to know. So yeah, it, it's a jukebox that will play whatever song you want, any theoretical, like any version that ever was played in real life. <laughs> but so, it, so what are the blacklisted songs? It doesn't say, um, but it does. So I mean, you were telling me earlier because we talked about this a little earlier that it won't play songs like. Well, I I listen on the Exploring series. You should check him out. He's on Spotify and YouTube. He's good. He's but good, he yeah. does a lot of SCP stuff, um, and along with like uh, other things. But some of the blacklisted songs I've heard of, basically songs that are like world changing, that are like way big. Yeah. So like one of them, Black Hole Sun, Soundgarden. Can't play that one because yeah, that a one black hole in the sun or a black hole sun does not is not good. Yeah. Um, another one, Call of Cthulhu, Metallica. You can't summon Cthulhu with that thing. <laughs> uh, uh, the end of the world as we know it, REM. <laughs> you can't do that one. But it would be cool if you I'm could sure, find the right song. I'm sure the blacklisted songs are songs that would cause obvious harm. Or like, like uh, world-changing stuff. Like Maxwell Solar Hammer. <laughs> probably make a serial killer happen i think that one could happen yeah i think that because that one's localized you yeah know? it's not like a world ending event it's just a serial killer yeah that <laughs> happens all the time yeah <laughs> um, uh it does say so scp uh 36 is not necessarily hostile it's just dangerous because so as an amendum here it says is it sapient yeah sort of just as an amendment on on uh, redacted 2017, SCP 3636 began playing "Why Can't We Be Friends" by War without any input. No staff were on to on hand to reserve the video event corresponding to the song. Security forces entered the room after noticing the song and discovered the former Foundation employee redacted handcuffed inside the containment room. Redacted was wanted by the Foundation for the theft of six anomalous items. The stolen items were later found to have been returned to their proper locations. A note was found in Redacted's pocket. The note read, please keep playing the music. I'd rather be friends than enemies. Wow. So So it seems like it's not hostile, but it's extremely dangerous. Because they can just like do things like that with music. I mean, but I mean like (laughs) stuff like if, like if you were to play, uh, uh, you know, you know, light my fire by the doors. Start a fire. Like <laughs> a fire might start somewhere. <laughs> or imagine playing like um, like Atomic Punk. <laughs> yeah. Or playing like a. Imagine if you played a a really bad one. <laughs> What if you just played a bad song? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anything, any song that's about the world ending or like just major events, it probably can't play. But but yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so it does that with every song, like it does a thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's uh, some people here on Reddit are theorizing about potential songs on the blacklist. All right, what are some of them? Uh, this guy says Pinball Wizard by The Who could bring into existence some sort of anomalous uh, uh, 
shenanigans if it creates a literal wizard. <laughs> <laughs> a pinball wizard. Um, any song from the Linkin Park album, A Thousand Suns. That wouldn't be good. Yeah. <laughs> a thousand. Yeah, that would not be good for our <laughs> solar system. As one person says, any song by Attila. Attila. <laughs> Dude. Angel with a shotgun. So that yeah. would be a bad one. Imagine if you play uh, <laughs> police truck. Red, radioactive. <laughs> Imagine if you played police truck, Dud Kennedy's, and then a truck of police show up to your place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. It could be potentially very fun, but also. Or if you bad. played like something like. Uh, wonder what would happen if you played We Are the Champions. Yeah, that, that'd be maybe cool. Or like. Uh, some other. Other good songs that. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm blinking right now. Uh, <laughs> You're blanking. I'm blanking. You're always blinking. I hope. I am blinking, but I'm also blanking. But I got a fun one. Okay, what's your fun one? Um, SCP thirty one oh eight. Object class safe. Oops. SCP-3108 is to be contained in Standard Anomalous Object Containment Vault in Site-64. It is not to be removed except for testing purposes. Proposed tests must be approved in advance by both Dr. Johnson and Dr. Diets. SCP-3108-1 is not to be loaded into SCP-31- I mean SCP-3108 except during testing and is to be stored in a separate containment unit. When conducting tests, SCP-3108 is to be handled by a Site-64 security staff only. One officer is to hold and fire an object, while the second is to observe the proceedings of the minimal risk of accident or foul play. Researchers in D-Class are forbidden from firing the object due to safety and security dis- concerns, respectively. Due to the accuracy of SCP-3108 being in line with similar products, a maximum one meter distance is to be maintained from an intended to- target to prevent accidents. Under no circumstances SCP-3108 to be used in cross-testing with other SCP objects. Following ethics committee ruling on April 5th, 20, redacted, testing on humanoids has been forbidden. <laughs> so what do you think it is? It's a thing that needs something to be loaded. Maybe a gun. Yeah, it's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I, was, I just want to point out, like, the SCP Foundation is suddenly, like, caring about rules about testing on humans. yeah they do have an ethics committee like since when (laughs) (laughs) right description scp-3108 is a heavily modified nerf brand dart gun which (laughs) demonstrates anomalous transformative properties when paired with scp-3108-1 a foam dart discovered loaded with an scp-31-8 at the time of recovery there it is and we'll get pictures of these that's a cool looking nerf gun dude like that's sick. I have like a really similar nerf. I gun. have one that's like that, but like yeah. with the bronze, like it's kind of steampunky a little bit. Yeah, it's very cool. That's really sick. <laughs> nice. And it's an SCP, apparently. We'll see <laughs> why. 
SCP-3108 does not demonstrate these properties when firing nerf darts other than SCP-3108-1. Nor does SCP-3108-1 demonstrate these properties when fired from a different nerf dart gun. So it's just one nerf dart that works in this gun and that one nerf dart yeah. doesn't work in any other nerf gun. Nope, and the gun doesn't work with other darts. Okay. The phrase, OP, please nerf, is inscribed on the exterior of SCP-3108-1 <laughs> in red ink. <laughs> When SCP-3108 fires Dash-1 into target, said target will instantaneously be altered in such a way that the result is perceived as worse or inferior by an individual wielding the object. This conversion of mass does not affect transformations caused by SCP-3108, and noticeable increases or decreases in mass have occurred often in testing. The resulting objects or organisms do not show any evidence of anomalous traits. Transformations do not represent any objective value scale, but rather stem solely from the opinions of the current holder. Hmm. So if I were to use it and I shot... If I shot you with it, it would turn you into like a monkey. Okay. If I shot that lamp with it, it would turn it into like a little nightlight. But like also... If I thought bodybuilders were like the worst thing in existence, and I shot you with it, you would turn into it like would a, turn me into a bodybuilder. Like a bodybuilder, so it's completely dependent on. It's the dependent opinion. on your perceptions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, if, so if I was like bodybuilders are literally the worst thing, like super hot bodybuilders are the worst thing to ever exist, <laughs> and I shot you with it. Yeah. You would be. You'd probably be like, ah, oh, sweet man. Yeah, but you would think I'm the worst thing. Yeah, I'd be like, wow. I've never seen something so disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So the outer shell of SCP-3108 is composed of steel with bronze inlays. It's a steel Nerf gun. It's a fancy fucking Nerf gun. Damn, it's metal. While not impervious to physical damage, disassembly SCP-3108 has proven impossible due to its anomalous nature. All tools attempting to deconstruct the object will be transformed into broken or fake equivalents, precluding <laughs> examination of the object's interior. The seeming behavior of self-preservation is the only time SCP-3108 has altered objects beyond those hit by SP- SCP-3108-1. Huh. Recovery. SCP-3108's anomalous properties were discovered during a birthday party for 10-year-old Jacob Pierce and blank organ. It is presumed SCP-3108 was fired at a concrete wall, resulting in the concrete being replaced by loosely stacked stones. The wall promptly collapsed, causing minor injuries to three civilians. Foundation involvement came after the family sued the contractor of their home for the incident. The anomalous effect that caused the transformation was eventually traced to the gun following examination of the incident's location. During post-incident investigation, Jacob's brother, 19-year-old Nathan Pierce, was identified as a member of the GOI, Gamers Against Weed. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Gamers Against Weed. Okay. They're not for that. (laughs) Pierce had previously been known to the Foundation under his online alias, Cactagon, and had been designated POI... 6897 Perseventures. 
due to his creation of SCP Redacted and SCP Redacted. You created two other ones. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's 19. <laughs> wow. Good for him. A subsequent attempt to detain the target failed as POI 6897 had fled the area two days prior to identification as Nathan Pierce. Test Partial test log. Target. One dartboard made of sizzle fibers. Result. Dartboard composition was changed to cork. In addition, very small holes and what appears to be a beer stain appeared on the board. (laughs) So my old dartboard? Yeah. (laughs) Target. An 8x11 sheet of printer paper. Result. Paper changed composition to single-ply toilet paper. Target. One spare coffee mug from the Site 19 cafeteria. Result. Coffee mug was replaced by a teacup composition composed of ceramic identical to the mugs <laughs> so i guess that guy thought tea was worse than coffee yeah target one u.s dollar result one u.s quarter no subsequent tests on dollar bills result in various outcomes including dimes nickels pennies foreign currencies and fake bills from the board game monopoly <laughs> there doesn't seem to be an exact formula for these changes dr diets target one can of coca-cola result one can of pepsi-cola <laughs> Burn. I mean that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, the security op- officer observing the test, expressed dismay at seeing this result. We had them fire the dart at the Pepsi can and change right back the coat. Target one standard D class <laughs> uniform. Result composition of uniform was changed entirely to cotton, and tag reading "Made in China" was added to the neck. <laughs> What? <laughs> Here's a good one. Target. One VHS tape containing the 19 one, 1971 film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Result. DVD of the film's 2005 remake, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, no. Who fired that? They should be fired. <laughs> that is the worst movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a good movie, though. <laughs> no. Target. One male radis nervicus specimen. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay, oh, it turned a rat into an ant. Oh. Basically. <laughs> Target. One female golden retriever. Result. One female female American short hair with yellow hair. Specimen was unusually large, 15.4 kilograms, and continued to display behavior consistent with a golden retriever rather than a feline. <laughs> Target. 28-year-old Caucasian male. Result. D-class 4281 transformed into a living specimen of Homo neanderthalis. Oh, turn it into Neanderthal. Turn it into Neanderthal. It'd be fascinating for biologists to be able to study that. Preface. To test the limits of danger that SCP-3108 could pose to a human being, Security Officer Gardner was instructed to reload and fire the gun repeatedly until ordered to cease. Target, D-class 3578, 24-year-old Hispanic male. Result. Initially displaying similar results to D-class 4281, D-3578 proceeded to transform into a variety of different species, including to what appeared to be an Austral... Australopithecus? (laughs) (laughs) An unidentified member of the Gibbon family, and a specimen of Bradipus pygmus. On non-occasions, the transformation did not result in changed species, but result, instead resulted in visible evidence of maiming, disease, or disability. 
Following 46 successive uses, testing with CSON D-Class 3578 had been reduced to the specimen Lumbricus terrestris, too small to accurately hit by SCP-3108-1. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No, I don't. Must be something really small. <laughs> I have no idea. On addendum on uh, July 19th, 20 redacted foundation personnel apprehended person of interest 6897 at an internet cafe in Los Angeles, California. He was then escorted to the site 64 interrogation regarding his creations and interrogation regarding SCP 3108 can be found below. Here's you want me to read interrogation. It's not too long. Sure. Let's go for it. 6897. Nathan Pierce. Subject displays low-level reality-altering capabilities common among anarchists and games Gamers Against Weed members. <laughs> <laughs> Interviewer, Dr. Leo Diets. Begin line. Diets. Mr. Pierce, today I'm going to ask you some questions about another of your creations. Specifically the gun. POI 6897. Get fucked. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Dr. Dice. Now, now, that isn't very helpful. Perhaps I should have Agent Green talk to you again instead. 68, 67, 97. That um, isn't necessary. I'm sure he's a busy guy. We wouldn't want to bother him, LOL. <laughs> Dice. Pierce, did you really just say the letters LOL out loud? <laughs> 68, 97. I'm used to talking on the internet, sue me, and it's Kectagon to you, so what do you fascist cucks want to know now? <laughs> Diets, I'm not going to call you by your juvenile screen name. More importantly, why did you create the gun? Oh, the nerfing gun, classic. Yeah, I thought it would be funny. <laughs> Diets, that's all? Look, what do you want me to say? It's a symbol of guns making the world worse or something? Not everything has grand purpose, man. It's just something I thought while of while smoking. Well, he does smoke. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I mean, come on. A Nerf gun that makes things shitty? It's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even think the obvious pun until later. Eventually, I got bored of it and gave it to my bro as a birthday gift. <laughs> Probably should have warned him to be more careful. But live and learn, am I right? <laughs> Diets. Yep, you honestly expect me to believe that? Despite your group's supposed pacifism, the anomalies you all have produced can be lethal. This little joke of yours has changed steel into balsa wood and people into invertebrates. You clearly intended this as a weapon. You used it on people? <laughs> Our testing history is not relevant to... 6897. It, it was supposed to be a joke. It was funny. It changed Mass Effect 2 into Mass Effect 3. <laughs> my neighbor's suv into a smart car i didn't use it on people you bastards why the hell would you do that <laughs> i'm not a murderer damn it why would you turn the joke into a torture device just get out of my cell i'm done talking <laughs> that is so good i like that <laughs> turn mass effect 2 into mass effect 3 oh. it probably turned oblivion into Skyrim? No, Arena? Skyrim's better. Arena. Yeah. Turn Fallout 3 into... Uh, no, turn Fallout 4 into like... Wait, no, that's the bad one. <laughs> so turn Fallout... Like, turn, turn Fallout New Vegas to Fallout 4. 
Yeah. Basically. Well, actually, I'd probably turn Fallout New Vegas into Fallout 3. But it depends on and who's then, holding and it. And then Fallout 3 into Fallout 4. What if I thought Oblivion sucked worse than Skyrim? Then it would tur- turn S- Skyrim into Oblivion. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think. I don't know. <laughs> turn I, the Force Awakens. And, wait, no. Turn the uh, Empire Strikes Back into the Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got one here. This is a uh, Euclid class. Okay. This one, by the way, this one wasn't a joke SCP. It's a real one that's in the database. <laughs> yeah, these are all. Uh, I have one actual joke SCP that I'll read it. The these end. are all official ones so far. Um, and the, this joke one is in the database, but it's marked with dash J, which is their code for it's a joke. joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is SCP-5389. Uh, so, special containment procedures. It's a it's a Euclid class, and it's uh, risk. Uh, it's a it's dangerous. They say it's really dangerous. It says risk class, danger. Containment class, Euclid. Uh, Containment procedures, SCP-5389-A. Instances are to be housed in enclosures with no more than four other SCP-5389-As from within the the instance's family unit. SCP-5389-A enclosures are to be lined with concrete and separated from observation decks by a moat. In the event that an instant does reach an observation desk, research should engage with uh, SCP-5389-A as they normally would, continually giving the instant's minor tasks and rewarding rewarding obedience with authorized treats may aid and keeping the instance occupied until is this like a dog or something? <laughs> they kind of describe it as such. <laughs> no humans or sapient anomalies are allowed within ten kilometers of SCP fifty three eighty nine B. Wow. The staff are authorized to terminate any that persistently attempt to en- enter SCP fifty three eighty nine B. Should Foundation staff members or staff mention a desire to enter the radius around SCP-5389-B or mention an entity residing inside SCP-5389-B, they are to be administered anesthetics and relocated immediately following psychological evaluation. Any news reports or online discussion of tsunamis, earthquakes, or other natural disasters occurring in or near the Korea Bay area are to be suppressed. Staff are continue to continually monitor ultrasonic communications made by SCP-5389-A or that occur within 50 kilometers of SCP-5389-B. If the 91919 or triple heartbeat pattern is detected, site staff site are to site staff are to enact protocol IB-E. Okay. What do you think? What do you think this is? So it's a place that you got to stay ten kilometers from, and it's described as a dog. Well, no, that's the place. That's the place. That's dash B. That's dash B. Okay. Dash A. Dash A is the dog different thing. Yeah. 
Um, description. SCP-5389 refers to two closely related anomalies designated dash A and dash B. A are hypercarnivorous quadrupedal vertebrates with a semi-aquatic lifestyle. All all SCP-5389-A possess a total of six limbs. (coughs) Oh, that's usually not possible. Is it? And then invertebrates? I want to know. Invertebrates? That's like, that doesn't happen. That can only happen in invertebrates. Insects. Things of that nature. Says they have four legs with bear-like posture and a pair of emaciated arms attached to the base of the neck. Emaciated. That's kind of weird. But they have bear-like posture? Yeah. So they're like bears? Kind of. Like bear dogs, sort of? Bear dog aquatic? All digits of SCP-5389-A are webbed and tipped with 5 to 10 centimeter claws. They are completely hairless and lack any pigmentation in their skin, though they do excrete a thin layer of mucus. Each instance discovered thus far has a unique pattern of irregular irregular marks across its flanks akin to a leopard's spots. Dissections found these patterns to be made up of scar tissue. Interesting. So, the weird slimy, like, naked bear dog aquatic amphibious thing. Yeah, and they have no pigment, which means they're, like, white. They're, like, okay. They're, they're like, uh, like, clear. Yeah. SCP-5389-A possesses no eyes, nose, or external near ears, though they do have an elongated nasal cavity similar to that of a dog. Specimens have a, a series of sensory organs dotted along their snout that are believed to be thermoreceptors and electroreceptors akin to those possessed by some snakes and sharks, respectively. Okay. SCP-5389-B consists of former Secure Foundation Facility Site 109 located in the Korean Bay. Or Korean, Korea Bay. <laughs> Korean Korea Bear. Bear. The Korean Bear. <laughs> so in the Korean Bay. Okay. Yeah. On April 13th, 2018, Site 109 experienced. Oh, it tells you the dates? Yeah. All this, mines have been redacted so yeah, far. This, this one's not redacted for some reason. <laughs> Uh, Site 109 experienced catastrophic, catastrophic, catastrophic <laughs> structural <laughs> failure causing it to sink into the bay. This was not a good episode for mm. us to get this drunk on. No, it was not. But that's that's <laughs> what we do. Following this event, Site 109 was designated as SCP-5389-B. Most anomalies contained within are now classified as decommissioned, although no attempt has been made to retrieve said objects or confirm their destruction. Okay. So, why are they linked to this place again? I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't really say. So, it says... uh, It does mention that... um, if the triple harpy pattern is detected, staff start to enact protocol. Wait, ID is it if you e. show up to this place, the the bee, the, the weird dog, bear, amphibious things will show up? Something like that. Like I don't rip know. you apart. So protocol IB-E. 
means that all sites containing SCP-5389-8 instances are to be evacuated. SCP-5389-8 relocation takes priority, and if instances should be trans and instances should be transported to a facility no fewer than ten kilometers from the nearest body of water. Should underwater seismic activity approaching the any foundation site continue, all other anomalies and foundation personnel are to be evacuated. An MF an MTF team outfitted for deep sea missions will be dispatched to prime the on site nuclear warhead for detonation. Wow. So Basically, they need the nuclear warhead just in case because there could be so many of these things that spawn. Yes, I guess. I guess they're connected like somehow like the destruction of the the containment facility is related to these creatures. Okay, I see. Um, And uh, if there's any like anomalous activity from the locate from the site, that could mean danger because I don't know. Okay. Yeah, SCP-5389-8 was first discovered, or redis- first recovered on August 14, 2014, when the Foundation sent out a team to investigate reports of multiple ti- mutilated tiger corpses near redacted North Korea. The team had entered heavily armed, supplied with both lethal and non-lethal weaponry, including traps, sedatives, and blindfoldings to aid in containment of the suspected anomaly. That team was laid by Agent Orn. They didn't redact the agent's name. Wow. Yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> so it's these weird creatures that... that pose a threat. So why... Why are they related to dash A or dash B again? The place is that just where they originated? I, I think that's kind of maybe where they originated. Okay. Um. On, but it's weird. So like, uh, on July eleventh, twenty fifteen, a small inflatable pool was introduced to SCP thirty five eighty nine dash A's containment by Doctor Olmstead. Within a matter of hours. Hours, multiple SCP-5389-8 instances were witnessed fighting over access to the pool. Whatever one gained control of the pool, would, it would spend hours on end lying down in it. Within the months following, researchers began introducing various toys to the moat in, in the SCP-5389-8 containment pen without authorization. Wait, they put to- toys in the moat? Yeah. <laughs> After taking punitive measures for the breach of security protocol... It was ultimately decided that per, to provide a standard set of arrangement items to SCP-5389-8 containment, including large tanks of, of water and items for which they could play. Okay, So I they're see. very playful by themselves, at least. I see. But they uh, can be very <laughs> hostile. Yeah, they, they mutilated tiger corpses. Wow. <laughs> um, so they're clearly very dangerous, but... Uh, yeah. Well, I got another one for you. Okay. And this one's... <laughs> SCP-55. 55. Object class, Keter. Keter's like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> it could end the world. Special containment procedures. Object is kept within a 5 by 5 by 2 Point five meter square room constructed of cement. Of cement? 
cement. Oh, cement. Cement, yeah. <laughs> With a Faraday cage surrounding the cement walls. Access is via a heavy containment door measuring 2 by 2.5 meters constructed on bearings to ensure door closes and locks automatically unless held open deliberately. Security guards are not to be posted outside of SCP-055's room. It is further advised that all personnel maintaining or studying SCP objects in the vicinity try to maintain a distance of at least 50 meters from the geometric center of the room, as long as this is reasonably practical. So no guards. Nobody. At this. And just keep the shit locked up, basically. Damn. Description. Ah. There you go. Whoops. Sorry. We have a little more Quran before I get to this. Yeah, I was just pouring some mead. <sighs> yes. Description. SCP-055 is a self-keeping secret or an anti-meme. <laughs> <laughs> Information about SCP-055's physical appearance as well as its nature, behavior, or origins is self-classifying. <laughs> to clarify, how Site-19 originally acquired SCP-055 is unknown. When SCP-55 was obtained and by whom is unknown. SCP-55's physical appearance is unknown. It's not discernible or invisible. Individuals are perfectly capable of entering SCP-55's container and observing it, taking mental or written notes, making sketches, taking photographs, or even making audio-slash-video recordings. An extensive log of such observations is on file. However, information about SCP-55's physical appearance leaks out of a human mind soon after such an observation. Individuals tasked with describing SCP-55 afterwards find their minds wandering and lose interest in the task. Individuals tasked with sketching a copy of a photograph of SCP-55 are unable to remember what the photograph looks like, as are a copy of the photograph of SCP-55 is unable to remember what... Uh, wait, wait, wait... <laughs> as are researchers overseeing these tests. Security personnel who observe SCP-55 via closed-circuit television cameras, CCTV, emerge after a full shift exhausted and effectively amnesiac (laughs) (laughs) amnesiac about the events of the previous hours. Who authorized the construction of SCP-55's containment room? Why is it constructed in this way? And what purpose of what described containment procedures may be are all unknown. Describe S- Despite SCP-55's container being easily accessible, all personnel at Site-19 claim no knowledge of SCP-55's existence when challenged. <laughs> All of these facts are periodically rediscovered, usually by chance readers of this file, causing a great deal of alarm. This state of concern lasts minutes at most before the matter is simply forgotten about. A great deal of scientific data has been recorded from SCP-55 but cannot be studied. At least one attempt has been made to destroy SCP-55 or possibly move it from containment at Site-19 to another site, meaning failure for reasons unknown. SCP-55 may present a major physical threat and indeed may have killed hundreds of personnel, and we do not know it. We would not know it. (laughs) So we forget. Certainly, it presents a genetic... Yeah. We don't know that it could be a bad thing, because we don't know. (laughs) 
Certainly, it presents a gigantic mimetic slash mental threat, hence its Keter classification. Hmm. Document 055-1, Analysis of SCP-055. Author puts forward a hypothesis that SCP-55 is never, never formally acquired by Redacted and is in fact a autonomous or remotely controlled agent inserted at Site-19 by unidentified third party for one or all the following purposes. To silently observe or interfere with activities of Site-19. To observe or interfere with activities at other SCP locations. To silently observe or interfere with activities of humanity worldwide to silently observe or interfere with other scp objects or to silently observe or interfere with redacted hmm. no action to counter any of these potential potential threats is suggested or indeed theoretically possible then may hey if this thing is really an anti-meme why doesn't the fact that it's an anti-meme get wiped why must be wrong about somehow? Wait a minute. What if we were keep notes about what it isn't? <laughs> Would we remember those? Bartholomew Hughes, NSA. Huh. Is the NSA involved? You know. <laughs> Why wouldn't that be? <laughs> Document 055-2, report of Dr. John Markerchik. <laughs> Markerchik. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> okay. Dr. Hughes. Okay, I'm going to need to ask you some questions about number 55 now. Number what? SCP Object 55, the object you just examined. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't think I've seen... We have a 55. <laughs> Dr. Hughes. Okay, then, redacted. I'd like you to tell me what you've been doing for the past two hours. What? I don't know. <laughs> Dr. Hughes. Okay, then. Do you remember that we all agreed that this isn't wasn't spherical? that what wasn't oh right it isn't round at all object 55 isn't round so you remember it now well no i mean i don't know what it is but i know there is one it's something you can't remember and it's not a sphere <laughs> wait a minute it's not a sphere what's not a sphere object 55 object what doc do you remember agreeing that something wasn't shaped like a sphere all right <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's all they know about this object. It's not a sphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All they know, it's not a sphere. That's all they know. <laughs> so, yeah, this one's really fun because we don't know what it is. And the fact that they don't know what it is and that it just appeared at one of their sites <laughs> is very alarming. And every time they try to record anything about it, they don't know what it is. This one has 3,000 plus ratings. Oh, nice. This one's also in one of the big freaking crazy stories. Nice. Basically, in the story, the world's ending. All the SCPs have been released, but this guy keeps SCP-55 with him. And he basically uses it to pass the time. So he looks at it, and then he, all of a sudden, a few hours later, he's somewhere else, and he's, like, safe. Huh. The fact that you don't remember what it is helps you pass the time. So he actually uses it to help himself in that situation. Interesting. But that's just one canon. We don't know what it is. Yeah. It's not a sphere. It's not a sphere. <laughs> it could be anything else, but it's not a sphere. <laughs> I've got a... Uh, I'm excited to post a picture on that one. 
not I've, a sphere. I've got a fun one here. Oh, I've got a fun one next. It's a joke one. Oh, you got a joke one? All right, all right. Uh, SCP-145-J. Um, object class, safe. It's, and then, no, it should be neutralized, but the site director's too goddamn cheap to buy a new one. <laughs> 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 That's pretty so, good. <laughs> special containment procedures. Due to budget cuts, SCP-145-J is housed in Site-16's main staff kitchen and is available for general use. It isn't recommended, though. A pair of oven-safe oven mitts have been provided to assist SCP-145-J's operation. Injuries sustained during SCP-145-J's uh, should be used should be treated with aloe vera cream or a stern and a stern talking to by C- site, <laughs> site 16 lead RN uh, <laughs> redacted Clemens for thinking you could handle a hot plate with your bare hands. You brain dead idiots. <laughs> is this the microwave one? It is the microwave one. <laughs> <laughs> to date, SCP 145 J has resulted in 141 cases of first degree burns, including 30, 63 D class. 56 junior and senior researchers, 21 MTF agents, and 105. I call that one 05 now. I don't quite get that. <laughs> uh, description. Here we go. SCP-145-J is a Sharp brand 1000 watt R-21 LC commercial microwave. Oh, I know Sharp. I know Sharp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who can be used to cause one of several anomalous effects on whatever is placed inside of it. It doesn't heat anything. It burns everything. <laughs> the edges get roasted, but the center is still frozen. The whole damn thing is ice cold, but the plate is on molten lava. <laughs> smoke. <laughs> Lots of smoke. The tray doesn't spin. <laughs> At present, all requests to disassemble SCP-145-J in the hopes of finding the source of his anomaly are uniformly denied because if it doesn't work afterwards, then we don't have anything. And that's worse than trying to work with the scrap. <laughs> Sometimes I want to bring in a hot meal and not go out to eat. Have you seen how expensive the places around town are now? Do we really need to have this facility near a major metropolitan area? Property taxes must be through the roof. That's probably the reasoning behind. We can't afford a replacement. Yeah. Attempts to heat. So basically, there's nothing anomalous about no, it's it. Just it's a, just a shitty microwave. It's just a shitty microwave that doesn't work properly. That many of us have dealt with in our yeah. lives. <laughs> Attempts to heat food without a plate have been approved, but that's pretty unsanitary and it looks gross in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> During a yearly audit of security proto- procedures at Site-16, including a review of old security footage, it was discovered the agent redacted used SCP-145-J to heat up a hot pocket without putting any plate under it, and it exploded. He didn't even clean up afterwards. He just left like he thought no one was watching. <laughs> Grounds for disciplinary <laughs> action, right? That's what I thought, too. But fuck, he's still here. <laughs> We've incinerated D-Class for less just because he's a Foundation star of brown-nosing or whatever. He gets away with being stupid and lazy. <laughs> yeah. SCP-145-J has a secondary mimetric effect that at the time of writing affected all staff in the vicinity. Oh, it has a mimetic effect. Oh, yeah, mean. mimetic, yeah. Uh, morale among Foundation employees at Site-16 has shown a marked decrease in recent months, and, confident and, and confidence and faith in Foundation management is at all-time low. 
What a fucking surprise. How the fuck can we can't we afford a new <laughs> microwave? Don't we have don't we have a skip that makes gold? We shouldn't even have a concept of budget. We're the foundation for Christ's sake. We spend billions of dollars on some overly fancy storage locker with a bunch of dumbass redundancies, so no one gets near a box that doesn't even have anything in it, by the way. Is that fifty-five? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> a, a, addendum. Really? This article got through the system? Who the fuck makes our database? Lobotomized monkeys? I swear to God, it's like no one else works here. I hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, I got a crack out of that one. I really liked it. That's amazing. <laughs> this next one I have isn't a joke SCP, but it could be considered one. In fact, a couple <laughs> of the ones I've done could be. but um, And also... Real quick, before we get to our last couple, a lot of the stuff in SB is really fucking scary and like world ending or whatever. Um, I don't know if you if you remember in straight to VHS, we've talked about SCP-173. That's the original. It's the statue. If you look at it, it doesn't move. If you don't don't look at it, it will break yeah. your neck. Yeah. There's the one where you, if you do look at it, it will chase you to the ends of the earth until it kills you. <laughs> That's SCP-096, the shy guy. And there's a whole story of that where one guy looked at it in a picture he took 11 years ago. And then he was like in one frame or I mean one pixel mm. and he saw his face and then he caused this massive containment breach and killed a lot of people that every single person that looked at it. And like, yeah, there's stuff like that. And we'll get to that crazy stuff. And there's also the old man one where he like, ages everything and like goes through stuff and he's like teleports you to a weird shadow dimension <laughs> um so yeah we'll we'll get to those but yeah well, well we're gonna we do wanted s- to pick ones that you wouldn't know about we're gonna do some more uh more episodes on this oh for sure there's some, plenty talking about some more well-known ones uh so this, if there's but this episode we are doing more random yeah and uh, it, ones, yeah, yeah and if there's any that you're like why didn't they mention that we're gonna be doing more of this because there's thousands of there's, SCPs. yeah there's yeah. thousands of SCPs we're definitely gonna be doing more episodes of this it's a fun time so like <laughs> oh yeah but the next one I have SCP-871 object class Keter mm. I know right <laughs> Special containment procedures. Each reoccurrence of SCP-871 is to be maintained within a separate locked concrete cell on a metal platter permanently affixed to the surface of an immovable wooden table. Each cell housing a reoccurrence of SCP-871 is to be monitored on a 24-hour basis via closed-circuit camera with individual feeds checked every 15 minutes. Upon creation of an existent instance of SCP-871, three Class D personnel are to be escorted by armed guards to its cell, where they are to be sealed with an instance and induced to consume it. Hmm. So it's something you consume. So this is like a, it's like a cake, like portal. The cake is a lie. <laughs> You're so yeah. <laughs> no, well, what, just wait. No more than one hour may be spent performing this task. In cases where additional motivation is needed, the termination of one of the Class D personnel assigned to an instance of SCP-871 is authorized. 
Upon completion of the conception of the instance, no participants may exit the cell until both they and the room have been thoroughly searched to confirm that no portions were made. The platter, table, and room are then to be cleaned in preparation for the next instance. Class D personnel who prove cooperative in the conception of the instance of SCP-871 may volunteer to participate in additional consumptions. Personnel exhibiting exceptional usefulness may have their monthly termination postponed. Such personnel are under no circumstances to be allowed to interact with any other SCP object. No desserts of any kind are to be served on site at any facility housing a reoccurrence of SCP-871. Description. <laughs> SCP-871 is a collection of 237 cakes. <laughs> Here's... One occurrence. It's a very ordinary looking cake. <laughs> a pretty, like, generic chocolate cake. Yeah. <laughs> Instances of SCP-871 vary wildly in appearance and size, covering an entire range of foods described as humans as cake. <laughs> the smallest observed instance of SCP-871 is a miniature cupcake with a mass of 15 grams. The largest yet observed was a 22-kilogram box coochman Measuring two meters in length. Oh. <laughs> John Cake. Big Cake. When any, of in, when any instance of SCP-871 is consumed by a human or a collection of humans, it is replaced approximately 24 hours afterward with a similar cake. This cake will appear on a flat surface in the vicinity of the location where the previous instance was eaten. If any of these cakes is substantially damaged through any means other than being eaten by a human, including being eaten by a non-human animal, it will be replaced instantaneously. Instances recreated in this manner maintain on the schedule of the original instance. The mechanism by which instances of SCP-871 are replaced is currently unknown. Individual reoccurrences of SCP-871 have been observed to mutate over time, varying in minor characteristics between each instance, with larger changes occurring in roughly 5% of replacements. Hmm. No deleterious effects have been observed to result from the consumption of SCP-871. Even in cases where several instances have been consumed, accepting those acceptable from eating large amounts of cake. SCP-871's danger originates in the consequences of an instance not being eaten. Oh, right. Any instance of SCP-871 which is not consumed will cause a new cake to be created in its vicinity after 24 hours. While this is similar to the normal replacement behavior, the original instance will continue to exhibit the same properties. Hmm. Replicating if damaged and continue, continuing to replace itself every 24 hours. This behavior has been observed in all cases where more than 10% of the mass of an instance remained unconsumed. As there is no known mechanism for halting SCP-871's replication, any uncontained instances could replicate exponentially, <laughs> quickly becoming unmanageable. No maintenance plans for the containment of more than 20,000 instances of SCP-871 have yet been devised. But they do have plans for up to 20,000 cakes. Cakes, yeah. want to know what those are. <laughs> what those plans are. <laughs> it is estimated that an uncontrolled outbreak originated with a single instance will render the Earth uninhabitable within 80 days. 
Jesus Christ. So if they do not consume each cake for 80 days, the whole earth will be covered in cake. Cake. And eventually, the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just a cave that keeps replicating. If you don't eat it, it will... Well, it, it will still replicate if you eat it, but <laughs> if you don't eat it, it will replicate faster, and if you eat yeah. it, it will only replicate one. Yeah, and you just have to eat that one. If you one. don't eat it, it'll replicate, and then the original one will still be there to replicate again. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a cake that could end the world. Fun. Well, a collection of two hundred and thirty-seven cakes. Yeah, well, pro- <laughs> probably. I think implies that there was a one original cake, and all those two hundred and thirty-seven cakes are uh, ones that have replicated because they. Failed. Wonder who made this? Yeah. <laughs> Probably the muffin man, right? The but no, he does. Man. He deals with muffins, not cakes. Yeah, I think I've got uh, time for one more on my side here. That was my last one, the All cake right. one. So <laughs> we'll do one more. All you, right, hit me. I'll give you an option. I've got two more. I've actually got. Yeah, I've got two more. One of them is a safe one. The other one is more well known, but it is a Keter, a Keter class. Let's do the Keter. Let's in on the Keter. Okay, I know you've heard of this one. Jackson. No, but I know. But let's do it. Yeah, uh, SCP thirty-five. Uh, object class Keter. Uh, special containment procedures. SCP thirty-five is to be kept within a. A metrically sealed glass case, no fewer than 10 centimeters thick. This case is to be control- contained within a steel, iron, and lead-shielded room at all times. Nice. Whoops. Doors are to be triple-locked at all times, with the exception of allowing personnel in or out. No fewer than two guard- armed guards are to be posted at any time. Guards must remain outside at all times and are not allowed within the containment room under any circumstances. A trained psychologist is to remain on site at all times. Research personnel are not to touch SCP-35 at oh, any time. Oh, it needs time. a psychologist? Yeah. Okay, so this is some kind of sapient, sapient thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, all S- right. SCP-35 must be moved to a new sealed case every two weeks. The previous case must be disposed of. 35 or 835? Uh, 35. Oh, 35. Okay. Yeah, 035. I don't know if I know this one, though. Uh, the previous case must be disposed of via SCP-101, as it shows to, shows no adverse reactions to SCP-35's corruption. Anyone who comes into contact with SCP-35 when it is possession of a host. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> I know it. I thought you were going to do the hard-to-destroy reptile. No, no, that's another... Uh, okay, I know this one, though. I do have that tab open, but I wasn't actually going to talk about that one. Anymore. Let's do this one, because we've uh, talked about yeah. him before. Um, it. Any Anyone who comes into contact with SP 35 when in possession of a host is to be given immediate psychological evaluation. Description. SCP-35 appears to be a white porcelain comedy mask, although at times it will change to tragedy. In these events... All existing visual records such as photographs, video images, even illustrations of SCP-35 are automatically changed to affect its new appearance. 
Uh-huh. Okay, so someone takes a picture of it when it's the comedy mask. Yeah. But then at this point in time, it's the tragedy. That picture will change. The picture the will change. Yeah. Even if you drew a picture of the mask, that would change. That would change. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. A highly corrosive and degenerative, degenerative, vicious, a viscous liquid constantly seeps from the. It's viciously viscous. Viciously viscous. (laughs) Viciously viscous liquid. Uh, (laughs) Just spit on my computer screen. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think I would hear the words "viciously viscous liquid" tonight, but thank you. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> Ooh. Mead, yummy. Oh, you're good. Mine's worse. <laughs> I remember the um, the good old days of us uh, sitting at the old house, and just like you, me, and Caleb, three of us just sitting on the couch watching a movie, all with our own bottle of mead. <laughs> Just drinking straight from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was good times. Uh, that was good times. So, a highly corrosive and degenerative viscous liquid constantly seeps from the eyes and mouth holes of SCP-35. Anything coming in contact with this substance slowly decays over a period of time, depending on the material, until it has decayed completely into a pool of the original contaminant. So it's. Is it like acidic? Yeah, it's like... Okay. Yeah. Uh, living organisms that come into contact with a substance react in much the same way with no chance of recovery. Origin of the liquid is unknown. Liquid is only visible from the front and does not emerge or is even visible from the other side. Subjects within one and a half to two meters of SCP-35 or in visual contact with it Experience a strong urge to put it on. Okay. Yeah. So it it wants you to put it on. It Yeah, it wants you it to put it on. It needs a host. Yeah. When SCP-35 is placed on the face of an individual, an alternate brain wave pattern from SCP-35 overlaps with that of the original host, efficiently snuffing it out and causing brain death to the subject. scp or subject <laughs> uh, then complain, uh, claims the consciousness to be contained within, or claims to be the consciousness of claim. Uh, sorry, struggling. The subject then con- claims to be the consciousness contained within SCP-35. The bodies of possessed subjects decay at a highly accelerated rate, eventually becoming little more than mummified corpses. Nevertheless, SCP-35 has demonstrated the ability to remain in cognitive control of a body experience severe structural damage, even if the subject's body literally decays to the point where motion is not mechanically possible. No effect is found to be had when placed on the face of an animal. So it only works on people. Okay. Well, actually, later on down here, um, one of the amendments... uh, amendments, it says that it actually can take control of any humanoid shape, including mannequins. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate mannequins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, conversations with SCP-35 have proven to be informative. Researchers have learned various details about other SCP objects in general, in his- and history in general, 
as SCP-35 claims to have been at many momentous events. So it's, this, this SCP has been involved in a lot of events in history. <laughs> um, SCP-35 displays a highly uh, intelligent and charismatic personality being, a, being both uh, amiable and flattering to all those who speak to it. SCP-35 has scored in the 99th percentile on all it's intelligence. It's smart. Yeah, and aptitude test administer it and, exper- and appears to have a photographic memory. So it's extremely smart. Wow. It claims to have been involved in many historical events. Oh, interesting. Maybe it's the one that killed Julius Caesar or something like that. Oh, is that what it says? Maybe? No, it just says it was involved in historical But maybe. <laughs> momentous historical events. <laughs> okay. However, psychological analysis has discovered that SCP-35 to possess highly manipulative nature capable of forcing sudden and profound changes to interviewers' psychological state. Okay. SCP-35 has proven to be highly sadistic, prompting some to commit suicide and transforming others into near-mindless servants with linguistic linguistic persuasion alone. Oh, wow. SCP-35 has stated that it is... It has intimate knowledge of the workings of the human mind and implied that it could change anyone's views if given enough time. So it's a mass that can not only control you when it's on you completely, but it can can also manipulate and control you when you're in its presence. Yeah, pretty much. And it's sapient. And it's sapient. And it's sadistic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, that implies it's sapient. I mean, but <laughs> uh, highlights from some of the amenums here. Um, like I said, it can take, it can possess anything that's humanoid shape, including mannequins, corpses, and statues. Um, and it can motivate those to into movement. Um. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. like, you could put it on a dead guy to move him around. But says still, anything it possesses inevitably decays, decays into motionlessness because of the viscous. Oh, because it's a parasite. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's like a parasite. parasite. Yeah. Uh, it has facilitated an escape attempt, convincing several of the research staff to to aid in its bid for its freedom, uh, which failed. All staff have who have been in contact with SCP-35 has been have been terminated, and mandatory psychiatric evaluations have been implemented for all personality or personnel coming in contact with the. I have a solution. Yeah, just put it in a room with SCP-55. Oh yeah, and that would kind of just like mind wipe it as long as it's in that room. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's con- continuously mind wiping it, and all it knows it's not a sphere. Yeah. <laughs> SCP-35 has expressed interest in other SCPs. Of course it has. Most notably SCP-4715 and SCP-682. I don't know what those are. 682, that's that's the hard-to-destroy reptile. Ah. I'm very sure that it is. Let's see what SCP-4715 is. A large hexapodal mammalian carnivore with comedic morphology standing... At a minimum, minimum height of 5.2 meters and weighing uh, 2,300 kilograms. Genetic of that. Wow. It's a big, big creature with horns and stuff. Um, uh, it has expressed that uh, Dr. Redacted has expressed worry that SCP-35 bond with either 
their regenerative qualities would negate its corruption and give it a permanent host. Oh, I see. That's why it's interested in it. Because 682 regenerates almost instantly no matter what. Like, they have to keep it in, like, battery acid and its containment, you know, just to keep it at bay. Um, So, yeah, if it could figure out those qualities, it could have a host permanently. Yeah, that makes sense. After more escape attempts, after reviewing SCP-35's incident record, High Command has ordered that it be permanently sealed within the facility and prohibited from being allowed any more hosts. Several personnel have protested against this, with some even erupting into violence, possibly influenced by it. Oh, wow. I assume. As a direct result, all personnel that have come in contact with SCP-35 have been terminated Going forward, all personnel that deal with SCP-35 are to are to be rotated frequently and contacted, and contact is to be limited even Ooh. in its dormant state to as I little rem- as possible. Wonder what would happen if you used the Nerf gun one <laughs> on this? Would it just turn into a normal mask? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Why haven't they tried? They're too scared to cross SCPs like that. I get it. Yeah, like, that would be really. Sometimes risky. when they eliminate SCPs, they use other SCPs to do so. But that's like worst case scenario. Yeah, that could be risky though. Well, yeah, because you don't know what kind of effects that could have. The walls of SCP-35 containment cell have suddenly begun secreting a black substance. Tests on the substance have revealed it to be human blood, although highly contaminated with. Several foreign and unknown agent substances, corrosive, having a pH of 4.5 and prolonged prolonged exposure to the walls have proven de- detrimental to their structural integrity. Oh, 4.5. That's fairly acidic. Yeah, pretty that, high, yeah. Because you want 7. That's the neutral pH, right? Yeah. And then anything over 7, that's you're going to get to basic stuff. Yeah. Which is essentially like soap. Yeah. That's kind of what it soapy stuff yeah. anything below seven you start getting acidic and yeah you, know, you start getting sulfuric acid sulfuric acid like you know more notably it seems to be forming patterns on the walls several segments seem to be paragraphs in various languages including italian latin greek and sanskrit translation is pending <laughs> other segments appear to be diagrams depicting ritualistic Sacrifice and mutilation, often for the arcane benefit of the person committing them. Several staff members have been shocked to note that all the sacrifices bear an uncanny resemblance to various personnel and their loved ones, often uh, in conflicting positions. Oh, wow. It's trying to sow conflict. It's cool. Yeah. It's a pretty, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a cool one to end on. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, definitely expect more SCP episodes at some point, or at least us to talk about SCPs at some point. Yeah, this um, has been a fun episode. Yeah, and I love weird stuff like this. And eventually, hopefully, we'll get another straight to VHS going. Oh, yeah. That would be a lot of fun. That'd be super fun. We haven't done that in ages. Yeah. Uh, Regardless of the podcast, but we'd be sure <laughs> to record it. Because, um, you know, I have good plans to implement these SCPs in my campaign. Yeah, we have we have a lot of good episode uh, ideas coming up in the summer. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're, we're hoping um, to implement um, everything from uh, but also, more SCPs to straight to VHS to game nights to... For uh, sure. 
Oh, I, weird shit. I recommend to you <laughs> and the listeners, check out the SCP game. Yeah. It's free. They also they just came out with the Unity version with 3D models. Oh. That's a really good one. You should check that out. What is this on? And it's got a lot of these SCPs that we mentioned in the game. Nice. So um um I think it's on Steam right now, but you can find it. Just just look up SCP Unity. You'll surely find it. So um But yeah, that's a cool one that you know, it's a game featuring these SCPs. And um and yeah, just check out the SCP wiki. It's fun stuff. The SCP Foundation. It's cool stuff. And yeah, check out the Exploring series. It does a lot of SCP related episodes. Um check out There's a lot of S- cool SCP podcasts out there. So yeah, you you'll find them. Um but yeah, that's it for us. Um Oh yeah. Go ahead and check us out on our Instagram. Join our Facebook group if you would like. Leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. And all that stuff will be in our link tree in the description. So it's easy. So And yeah. all our platforms, too. So <laughs> check that out, and we will see you next week. All right, yeah. We'll see you next week. All right. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast is not responsible for any alcohol-related problems such as domestic disputes, bar fights, gnarly hangovers, driving under the influence, or regurgitation. Okay, Colton, you can roll the outro now.